Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. You can find more of them like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcast. Simply search the KYMN Radio Podcast. Uh, Steve Underdahl is with us by phone from his office at uh, the Northfield Hospital. Uh, Steve, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Jeff. Yeah, we have, uh, boy, I really was kind of hoping not to talk to you about this uh, topic <laughs> again, as a, maybe as a historical footnote, but uh, a COVID-19 is back. There does seem to be a, uh, uh, a resurgence, or there is a resurgence going on right now, and it really has hit our area, Northfield and Rice County as well. Of course, that is uh, led by the Delta variant. So we've invited uh, Steve on to, t- to talk about the... Uh, the preparation that you're taking from the uh, at the Northfield Hospital and kind of where you're at and and uh, are are you seeing a lot of of uh, of the new variant coming up? So why don't we just start off with uh, your preparation? You knew this is a possibility. Is uh, everything ready? Yeah, I, I I think it is, Jeff. I think one of the things that we uh, you know has been true over the course of the last year is that that in general the 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 science has been right. So, um, you know, we, we've learned more and more as we've gone, but, but we had um, the epidemiologist folks uh, saying, listen, uh, this uh, Delta variant is going to be a problem. It's a tiny fraction of the amount of COVID, and it will rapidly replace the current strain, and it will become the dominant one. And, and between uh, late spring and now, that's exactly what's happened. So, so the good news is I think we were able to see it coming. Uh, I think the less good news is that people are just so fatigued from this that all around the country, they just didn't want to hear about it. And I think, uh, you know, it, it became as much psychologically challenging as it did anything else. But but right now, um, we're seeing, um, you know, and it, it, it is disappointing uh, on, on, on a number of levels, but, but we're once again seeing a steady stream of, of people sick with COVID uh, here in Northfield. Uh, We've got people hospitalized every day. Uh, we we went for quite a long time, a uh, number of weeks, and had zero COVID patients in our COVID unit, uh, and then one, and then two, and now we're you know you know three and four and five, and and uh, and then our emergency department is seeing um, kind of a uh, a significant uptake uptick of of patients particularly younger ones in that sort of 22 to 55 range and some of those folks i think have been really surprised that they got sick and again it's part of the challenge with this newest uh, variant of of covid is that its transmit its ability to transmit from one person to the next is just higher so the Sort of the original version we were contending with, if you had somebody that was positive for COVID, on general, they would infect two other people. With Delta, that one sick person can infect uh, four to five other people. And, you know, it, it, the, the math of that, the exponential math of that is just, uh, um, you know, part of why we're seeing this just spread like crazy uh, around the United States. And, and those parts of the country that have had really low uh, vaccination uh, up, uh, uptake and, and in some cases, you know, kind of paired with hostile policies about things like masks and things like that, they are just a mess right now. So 
Um, it's it's really discouraging, and we're, we're we're starting to see resources get stretched. Um, we're back at a place, Jeff, where we haven't been doing this for quite a long time, uh, but we're now at a place where every day we're going to start uh, evaluating whether or not we can do our elective surgeries or we have to do some uh, schedule shifting. Now, we haven't had to cancel anybody yet, but we might. I mean, we are quite literally full today. Uh, and and uh, so it, it is, uh, you know, kind of a scary deja vu. I think we're also seeing um, little kids um, around the country. Uh, pediatric ICUs are getting stretched. Uh, you know, kids, uh, uh, little kids under 12 aren't, uh, uh, you know, they don't have the vaccine available to them yet. So that's a, a population that frightens me that uh, they are extra vulnerable. So, so this is this is uh, we're, we're taking this very seriously, and we're we're uh, putting a lot of energy into making sure that that uh, this doesn't uh, you know uh, spin out of control here locally. Uh, Steve Underdahl, Northfield Hospital uh, president and CEO, is uh, with us. Uh, you mentioned the age and some of the uh, people you have coming in now who have some more serious symptoms uh, are younger people, you know, in, the, in their teens and twenties. You alluded to this a little bit, being scared about uh, that with school starting up. We're just a few weeks away here, and those twelve and under, uh, the you know, are not approved for for a vaccination really at this point, but. Um, with that, uh, is there, do you, do you, have you seen the numbers from Rice County or in Minnesota, the, that younger population, you know, when you're young, you seem like you're invincible and can do everything. Uh, are, is there a buy-in with the vaccination process there? Are they getting vaccinated? Uh, they have been the, 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 the lagging population for a long time. I just was looking at the uh, aggregate uh, data from the state of Minnesota Early this morning, and with my crackerjack memory, I can't uh, uh, recite the numbers for you. But that whole group of young adults, basically, uh, to you know, people in their 30s. Th- this is a group of people who I think, in general, and I and, it, and I apologize, I am generalizing, had thought of themselves as not particularly vulnerable. That I'm probably not going to get sick, and if I do get sick, it's not going to be a big deal. And I and I think uh, you know, you know to run the risk of being a bit dismissive. This group of folks is getting sick, and uh, you know, as we were saying to this population back a number of months ago, even if you don't get deathly sick, you then have the possibility to get the people around you sick. Um, you know, younger siblings and children and and elders and and. Uh, um, so uh, I, I'm hoping that one of the things that comes out of this uh, spike from Delta is that that population of uh, young, youngish adults and uh, older teenagers, um, you know, see this as a, a bit of a wake-up call to uh, get vaccinated uh, uh, when they can. Uh, once again, Steve Underdahl is with us. Uh, and that vaccination, we've heard of uh, some what they're referring to as a breakthrough cases, people who have been vaccinated and getting the virus, uh, contracting that virus again. Is there a lot of that? What do the numbers look like uh, with people who have been vaccinated? So what we're seeing around the country and around the world is that there are uh, breakthrough cases uh, and that uh, my understanding, and again, I'm not a physician or an epidemiologist, but but is that that was expected that even at, at, at a vaccine uh, that is 95 percent um, 
uh, effective uh, in preventing uh, illness. You know, if we got 10,000 people, that's what 500 folks just right there. So that's to be expected. What the, the really good news is that even in places where there's been sort of hot spot outbreaks where a, a number of people who've been vaccinated have, have gotten COVID, um, in general, they're not getting very sick. They're generally not requiring hospitalizations and nearly no one dies. And, you know, that's, you know, so, so occasionally I hear somebody say, well, you know, somebody got it after getting the shot, so stop hassling me about getting the shot. Um, that really fundamentally misses the point. The vaccination will provide a, a large degree of protection against serious illness and death, even if you um, can contract it um, uh, after being vaccinated. So vaccination is still... Um, you know, the very best thing that, that you can do for yourself and your family. It also, the more people get vaccinated, the more, you know, the, the fewer safe harbors we can give this um, uh, uh, vaccine to, to grow and mutate. Let's, uh, let's talk about your staff. Has everyone, are you requiring vaccination now for the employees, the staff who are working uh, in the healthcare industry at Northfield Hospital? Yeah, we, we just um, uh, put our, our new policy in place uh, uh, last week. Um, and, um, you know, as you might guess, and our new policy says that by uh, October, um, all of our, our staff uh, that don't have, you know, one of a, 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 a few different kinds of exceptions uh, that, you know, the law um, uh, describes, will need to be uh, fully vaccinated. And uh, for the most part, this has been really well received by our team, um, uh, but, uh, you know, not by everybody. There are, as you know, there are people with passionate feelings about, uh, about vaccines generally. There are people with passionate feelings about this specific uh, vaccine. So we are doing our best to work with um, you know, people that, uh, uh, you know, really are struggling with the idea that um, uh, they need to become vaccinated. But um, much like uh, M-Health and Alina and some others, uh, you know, we've taken the, the stance that our, our, um, our kind of first principle obligation is first to keep our patients, our guests, and, and our team members safe. And, um, you know, we may have some folks that, that leave our employment um, over this. That'll be really sad, but um, we still think that that's the right stance. Once again, Steve Underdahl from the Northfield Hospital and Clinics is with us. Uh, let's talk about the availability of uh, both the uh, the vaccine and also testing. I think a lot of people have probably kind of skipped over or don't even think about testing uh, as much as they uh, you know had six months ago or a year ago. Uh, are both the vaccine and the testing available readily at Northfield Hospital and Clinics? Yeah, they, they, they both are. And, and, and particularly with uh, this, uh, you know, spike in Delta, I would encourage people if you're, if you're sick um, and it's not something that you readily recognize uh, uh, that um, you consider uh, 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 calling uh, and uh, arranging to get a, a COVID test. Just, uh, you know, the, the, the earlier that you can catch it, the earlier you can take uh, steps to protect yourself and others. Um, vaccines are readily available now um, for anybody, anybody over 12 years old can get vaccinated. 
Um, you, you know, you can call us uh, for an appointment, six four six eight zero one nine, and and we're happy to help people. But there's a lot of options in the community compared to you know when you and I were first talking about how do you get a shot uh, uh, many months ago. I would not be surprised uh, that uh, within the next couple of days. Uh, we start to hear more focused conversation about um, either third shots or booster regimes. Um, I, I think they're it's probably very close to uh, uh, developing some consensus at a CDC level from what I'm, I'm being told. So I, I would not be surprised to, to see that. Um, I think some of the data, as I understand it, coming out of uh, uh, Israel was noting that you know there is some diminishment that happens after uh, several months, and that uh, boosters might be a, um, a very helpful thing. So I think there's likely more to come on uh, boosters. I think we'll also see that the full uh, approval that, and, and you know, I think some of people's objection to getting vaccinated is that well, it's this emergency approval status, which is a bit confusing. Uh, uh, I think that will sunset, and the full approval process is probably, um, uh, you know, going to happen here within the next couple of weeks. And you'd mentioned before, you had alluded to, you're, you're just about full. You're just about at capacity right now. Maybe you can uh, clarify that just a little bit. Is that just within the uh, the COVID, within COVID, or is that a hospital in general? You know, somebody gets into uh, some type of accident or has some type of injury. Are they going to be able to get uh, services available? Yeah, so so we're pretty full as a hospital, but when we say full, we also um, uh, and that's thanks for clarifying that because uh, uh, it's important for your, your listeners to know we we always have the capacity in our emergency department, our ability to do emergency surgeries if somebody needs trauma surgery or your appendix bursts or those kinds of things. We we always sort of build that into the uh, to the scenario of when we think we're full. Where this where this plays into our planning on a day to day basis is um, if we've got lots of people on our COVID unit, we've got lots of people in our medical surgical unit, um, and either we don't have much room in the inn or are you know stretching our staffing we may have to step back and say okay what were we planning our on for elective surgeries for that day and do we have to do some some re, re uh, configuring that way again so far we haven't had to do that but we're going through the rig- the rigor of that thought process every day but if somebody has an emergent thing or an urgent uh, issue, they should by all means come and see us. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to take care of them just fine. Steve Underdahl is our guest from Northfield Hospital and Clinics. Uh, we've covered quite a bit of, about COVID. Is there anything we haven't covered yet as far as, uh, you know, you as being the hospital administrator would like people to know about either the, the, the vaccine, the, uh, the disease itself, or the illness itself, or, you know, the services that you're providing? So, you know, probably the, 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 and you and I have had this conversation and, uh, with, with uh, your listeners uh, a lot over the last uh, few months, but, but that whole idea of misleading and, and uh, just simply false information uh, continues to be, uh, it, I think originally we thought it was just going to be sort of a pestering uh, uh, kind of factor to uh, our efforts. 
And now it may be one of the key drivers of, uh, of this continued pandemic. Um, I, I know um, uh, uh, Senator Klobuchar and uh, some others are working on, on some legislation that would, would help get to some of how these things get passed along in such um, uh, uh, very effective ways. I mean, the, the social media platforms and things can pass along real nonsense so quickly that it's almost hard to, to keep track of. But um, again, as, as you and I have talked about from the beginning, find one or two trusted sources and uh, get your information from them. I, I, I can't stress enough, don't get your information about your health from your social media platform. The chances that it's nonsense are really, really high. And at this point, it's it's likely to pl th that factor alone is likely to help plunge us into um, a really difficult autumn and potentially winter. And so again, uh, there's great resources out there, um, and I would encourage people to um, uh, again just be cautious of what you're you know reading and hearing on on Facebook. All right, Steve Underdahl, thank you so much for joining us. We certainly appreciate it, uh, and we'll talk to you uh, again. Hopefully, we won't need to talk about this again, but I would imagine it's going to be the topic or one of the topics next time we uh, talk. So thanks for being with us uh, and wish you uh, the most success as we all continue to, to make it through this pandemic. Thank you, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Steve Underdahl, Northfield Hospital uh, Chairman, uh, CEO, and uh, President. That is going to do it for the morning show today. We've got uh, a great show coming up for you in just a moment or so. It's Chamber Chat with uh, Lisa Peterson, the president of the Northfield Area Chamber of Commerce, along with our own Rich Larson. They'll be talking today with Beth Ayat of Service Master by Ayat. That's coming up next. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a good day. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. So what do you get when you combine Southern Minnesota's most experienced LASIK surgeon with Southern Minnesota's newest, most advanced laser center? At Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, we have the Alcon Allegretto Laser featuring 